All right. Well, welcome back to the Temporal Eternal podcast. We are so excited that you uh, are joining us. Maybe this is your first time or you have uh, been a part of the podcast. This is actually episode five, if you can believe it. So it is it is uh, flying by already. And again, the, the whole heart of the Temporal Eternal podcast is that there are so many things in our life that can be a distraction, um, that are really temporary things, right? But that at the end of the day, our life needs to be focused on the eternal, the eternal things. And as Christians, we believe in a life after our time on earth, that we believe in an eternity with God through the you know, salvation through the, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, the repentance of our sin, that we have this promise of eternity. So that really needs to be the driving force with every area of our life. So that's really our our goal, uh, you know, with this podcast is that at the end of the day, we'll cover a bunch of different topics, go over a lot of different things. But the the main vein or theme of this all is, man, always focusing on eternity. So uh, super stoked to have a guest with us today. Uh, his name is Matt Cruz. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing great. Hey, thank you for joining us, Matt. Um, we, we are so, so stoked to have you. Matt is actually a friend of uh, Brennan and I. And then the other Matt, who's normally our co-host, is in the shadows right now, kind of making sure all this stuff <laughs> is recorded. So shout out to Matt Atwood uh, in the shadows like Batman, you know. But anyways, um, regardless. But uh, yeah, Matt Cruz, our guest today, he is an amazing man. Uh, he's an evangelist, travels around and uh, preaches at different conferences, churches, um, you know, youth groups, just really anything and everything. And uh, he just has an amazing, uh, you know, testimony, which we'll, we'll get into in a second. But, uh, you know, to start out, Matt, for our guests, we like to have a little bit of fun at the beginning. So I, I'm going to hit you with some rapid fire questions. And then okay. Brennan, if you could have a, a one minute timer out here and let me know when we get to a minute. And then Matt, this is just going to be it. like, I'm, I'm just going to hit you. Right. And you just have to, the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Don't worry, nothing about politics. I'm not going to get in trouble here. Okay, ready? Here we go. <laughs> All right. Tell me when, Brennan. Tell me All down. All right, ready, we'll set, go. Okay, Matt, car or truck? Car. Okay, cake or pie? Pie. Interesting. And hamburger or taco? <laughs> I'm going to have to go with taco. Okay, I respect it. Uh, this is a very controversial one. Toilet paper. Over or under? Oh my God! Over. Okay. Okay. I, I thought so what too. Just want to make sure. Okay. Person? At a movie, are you going to get candy or popcorn? Candy or popcorn at a movie? Candy. Okay. Beachfront home or cabin on the lake? That's a tough one. I would say beach home. Okay. Dog or cat? A dog. Football, basketball, baseball, or hockey? Basketball. Netflix or YouTube? <laughs> uh, YouTube. All right, that's time. Coffee or tea? All right, last one. Coffee or tea? Tea. I'm a tea All right. Wow. Okay. Ooh, well, that's it. All right. Okay. Some interesting decisions here. I, I really <laughs> um, respect the toilet paper choice. I, was, I thought I was going to have to end the podcast early, but thank goodness <laughs> you passed. <laughs> You pass no, every bathroom one. I'm in, if the toilet paper is not over, I have to change it. I have to take it out it, of its place. And yeah, it. you know, 
So I actually so, I watched the guy on uh, social media, and he's like supposed to be like this thrifty guy that he calls himself like the cheap dad or whatever. And he actually said there's um, numbers behind this that if you do it the other way, people will pull off less toilet paper because it's harder to pull, and it actually saves more money because you're using less toilet paper. So he does that with all of his kids in the house. Mm, but is it worth the frustration? I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't know. We'd have to add, add that per. Uh, percent uh sheet anyways okay well thank you for that uh icebreaker there matt hey i would love uh before we just get into some questions and just discussion i would love for you just to uh share with our listeners uh just a little bit about yourself uh just you know where you're from and maybe a little bit about your uh, testimony and, and story of jesus in your life yeah well i'm 25 years old born and raised um in the, well, we like to say Chicago, Illinois, but really I'm from a city called Orland Park. It's like 40 minutes from downtown. But um, I'm the youngest of five. My parents are the senior assistant pastors of uh, my home church where we all attend uh, called the Lighthouse Church of All Nations. And uh, we've been going there all of my life. So when I was born 25 years ago, my parents started attending there. And uh, that's where I was heavily involved in ministry growing up. Um, I had a love for the Lord. Um, growing up in the church, but I would say I kind of went through the motions of Christianity. And uh, if I can put my testimony in a nutshell, um, I would say I kind of was just, I like to tell people this, I had enough of God in my life not to enjoy the world, but I also had enough of the world in my life not to enjoy God. And um, there was some, you know, complacency, some apathy in certain areas when it comes to nurturing my daily devotion with the Lord. And uh, when I was around 19 years old, I was involved in law enforcement. I had this uh, plan for my life to become a police officer, moved to Florida uh, with one of my buddies at the time, become a cop. And none of it uh, was going right. And during that process of uh, even I, I resigned from this police department I worked at and I tried to enlist into the military because I thought a military background looks good on a police record. So I had it all set, all planned out. And uh, during that process, I had a rough encounter with Jesus in my basement met a guy you all know named Adam and uh, we just we started working out together he asked me for uh, he asked me to be his prayer partner and I was super challenged in my faith and we started praying together and one of those nights we were praying in my basement I really encountered the power and the presence of God like never before um, that's where I filled with the Holy Spirit actually before that encounter I told my parents they'll never see me preach uh, not that I didn't like it I just felt like it was out of my comfort zone I felt too inadequate uh, too unqualified, too uneducated in that area. I was too shy, too timid, all that stuff. And uh, But when I got empowered in my basement, I received this holy boldness, this passion, this courage to preach, to do exactly what I told my family I would never do. And uh, the rest was history. Started going out in the streets, started going everywhere and just started sharing Jesus with everybody. Everything that was moving, man, I would just tell them about this mad Jesus. And it resulted in you know so many salvations, uh, people getting saved, uh, people getting healed, even atheists and Muslims and people that believe in different religions. And you know we love them, but uh, there's only one way to eternal life. And I believe that's what we're gonna be talking about today. But my life mm. was marked after that encounter. And uh, God just kind of opened up doors through social media, sharing the testimonial videos. Uh, um, he allowed that to, you know, kind of get out there to, uh, that's how I started traveling. And, uh, so I've been traveling since 2016 and here I am today, full-time ministry. And I'm on, uh, this podcast with you all and I'm excited. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I remember, uh, 
knowing you, Matt, when you were, I mean, probably, maybe, you're probably close to like 19 or 20, you know, and, yeah. and then, you know, you just, uh, you had that, that radical encounter and just kind of hearing the stories of just um, the Lord using you to, uh, you know, lead Uber drivers, you know, to Christ and just anybody in you know, anything. And then, you know, actually, uh, the Lord performed miracles, right. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, th just through you being obedient and, uh, and then, yeah, obviously the social media side of things, I, I didn't, you know, you kind of briefly touched on, but, uh, the, you know, God gave Matt a lot of favor to be a witness digitally. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, there was quite a few videos that got hundreds of thousands, if not, you know, a couple, a couple that got a few million views, mm -hmm. Um, well, millions actually, but you know, that, that we're able to just encourage people and also be a light. So such, such a, such a cool, uh, thing that Lord's done in your life. And I, I really believe mm -hmm. it's, it's just the beginning. Um, and this is like, this, this is like middle school or high school, you know, like you have any, like in, in that sense, like spiritually, I just, I just feel that for you. So I'm, I'm really excited for, uh, not only college, but beyond college, you know, not, not in our eyes, but in kind of how Lord is preparing you and, and building you up. You look Amen. at the disciples and you look at, um, you know, my pastor here with you know, they were talking about discipleship and Jesus calling his disciples. And you think about the process, um, that, you know, Peter went on, right? Like Peter wasn't, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you, I'm going to build, uh, you know, the church, on you, right? Like that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to give you the keys. You know, that didn't happen day one with Peter, right? There was a, there was yep. a process and I just kind of <laughs> prophetically feel that for you, Matt, that, um, this wasn't planned at all, but that, you know, I just, I just see that with you right now that you, you've been walking with Jesus, like the disciples. And then there's this, you know, obviously this great commissioning and you've already been doing it, but there's going to be a, uh, a, just a different aspect, you know, I'm, I'm not a big believer in another level. Right. Cause I, I, you know, I don't know that kind of can get a little bit confusing or whatever that really means, but yeah, I, I think that, you know, for, for you, I just, I'm excited for your next season that you're, you're walking into. So, so now I want to, uh, you know, jump into this eternity conversation, Matt. I know that's a big, uh, obviously, you know, primary focus of this podcast, but even chatting with you a, a few days ago on the phone, uh, you were you know, just mentioning that you had been uh, speaking about this, preaching about this in some of your recent, uh, you know, uh, services and uh, conferences that you have been doing, just about being driven, you know, by eternity. So I, I'd love to just kind of dive into that more and and just hear, you know, what do you mean by that? Like what exactly? Like you know, in what aspect of our lives as Christians, or, or just you know, just share a little bit more on that. Yeah, I think, you know, our life here compared to our, you know, life in eternity is, I mean, it's so small. You know, I have a quote here in my, in my notes by uh, Charles Spurgeon. He literally said these words. He's like, life is short. Eternity is long. It is only reasonable that this short life be lived in light of eternity. And I think that it's so important to be driven by eternity because that's where I mean, we're, we're going to be for all eternity, you know, we're, what do they say? Our, our life expectancy is like 78 years old and people work until they're like 65 or something like that. So I think it's, it's, it's important to start preparing for there. Um, 
you know, because there's there's rewards and things that we're going to get there that we, we can't get here. You know, I think that a lot of stuff and even materialistic things we can't take with us into eternity, you know, and I even think more so importantly, uh, having character. I think character is what we're going to take with us into eternity. Mm-hmm. You know, I think character in the believer is a consistent manifestation of Jesus in our life. You know, I think that. Um, God is far more interested in who we are than in what we do. And we're going to take that with us into eternity. And um, I just think it's so important, man, because there's there's so many out there that are even walking past us. And, you know, when I teach on evangelism, I talk about this all the time. There's people in grocery stores, there's people in just everywhere we are, literally walking past us and they're they're on their way to hell. Or they're living their life believing a lie. And we have the answer living in us. And I think that it's being driven by eternity is understanding we've never truly found Jesus unless we tell others about him. You know, hmm. I believe it was even uh, it might have been C.S. Lewis who said, uh, I believe in Christianity like I believe that the sun has risen, uh, not because I can see it, but because by it, I can see everything else. And hmm. it's, I just think it's so important that we have uh, we live with eternity in mind because this life is going to be over over in, in, in I mean, like that i mean there's a quote this is life is just but a vapor you know and it's gonna it's gonna go by so quick where are we going to spend eternity what is gonna happen after this this you know we're out of this tent and we stand before the living god we stand before you know the judgment seat of christ and we are going to get judged based off of what we did you know with what we've been given and that that matters and we i think people forget you know let me live most of my life how I want to live. And then, you know, when I get older, I'll start thinking about eternity. No, I don't think eternity is just in front of us. I think it's on the side of us. Tomorrow's not promised to no man. At any moment, you know, we can step into eternity. And it's important uh, to to know not only where we're going to spend eternity, but are we doing something now that's going to, you know, affect us there? And, and you know, are we going to be able to cast crowns before the Lord? I mean, a lot of people, I'm sure, that view this, um, you know, maybe have heard of the judgment seat of Christ, but our works are going to tread us by fire, as the Bible says. And if that stuff doesn't, if it burns up, you know, we're not gonna, I want rewards. I want, I want to get crowned so that I can continually, you know, cast them before the feet of Jesus. And there's so many different, you know, avenues we could take with talking about eternity. But I think the main one is, you know, prepare for eternity and taking people with us because uh, those who go out and win souls are wise. And I believe that souls are the heartbeat of God. No, that's really good. I, I think, you know, so, so going in that, that kind of direction that you're saying, right. You know, if, if, if that is being driven by eternity and I think even having that eternal perspective, like mm-hmm. is, is super important, right? Because we can get lost in s- so much of the minutiae of today and of, you know, get up, do this, my job, my that. So so what, maybe what are some processes, right? What are some questions? What are uh, some different things people could do, right, in their life? So you have you have these things on earth, which, and, and God has called us to live our life with with good stewardship. And then we also have eternity on this other end of, okay, like being driven, heading towards eternity. So man, what are some questions, processes, um, 
checks and balances that you could suggest to somebody when it comes to their decision making on earth with their time, their energy, um, their, their mindset to really help them live like that? Yeah. Well, I think the biggest thing is so many people try to fill a void in their heart, you know, that was only created for God to fill. And uh, only Jesus satisfies our soul. You know, we're only, we can only be satisfied by him. And I wrote a few things down here on my notes. I want to, I'll just say, I've got about four different uh, questions here, but I basically want to just tell the viewers, you know, is, is your goal to get to heaven when your life is over? Or are you just sailing through life? without giving your eternal destiny a thought. You know, do you want to do you want your life to count for something or do you want to get to the end of the line and realize that you wasted the life that God gave to you? Do you realize that when you die, the only thing that's over is your physical life? Our souls are eternal. And one day when our life is over, our soul is going to be I mean, if we could just be real, it's either going to be in the presence of the Lord for all of eternity or we're going to, you know, end up in hell for all of eternity. That's just, you know, the, it's intense, but it's true, you know. And, uh, and, and my last question here is there's a big difference between living and existing. You know, there's many people uh, this very day who are just living life. And then there's many people who merely exist. And I think that mm-hmm. it's when you get to the point where you allow the Lord to satisfy your soul, you allow him to fill that void that you've been filling with temporary fixes such as, you know, alcohol, you know, drugs, uh, so many different things that are just, they're temporary pleasure. And I think that if we allow the Lord to really fulfill us in that area and we encounter him in such a way where we start to, we have a revelation of who we are in him, then man, we're not going to want to cling to those things that are temporary. We're not going to want to cling to those things anymore that keep us bound and keep us in a cycle of sin. And the only place to truly find uh, peace and joy and have true love is through Jesus. And I think to get practical, man, is, uh, is getting to know him. I always tell people, when you encounter Jesus, you cannot deny Jesus. You know, life without him is a dead end. People may think they're going to live fine. They can live fine without him. But this is the problem. Yeah. They can't afford to die without him. <laughs> He's the door to eternal life. You know, he, he John 14, 6, he says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. And no man comes to the Father except by me. Can I share a testimony? I want to share a testimony real quick. I just wrote them sure, in my mind. Sure, go right ahead. Uh, oh, yeah. I believe it was uh, January of 2020 or around that time. I was preaching in this conference in uh, – another state and after it ended the pastor was taking me to the airport and uh i share this testimony a lot it marked my life man i'll never forget it i remember running into the airport we were running late and uh, i go to the kiosk and my confirmation number print out my boarding pass my baggage claim ticket and uh, i remember dropping off my bag at the counter and i'm running through tsa i'm i got on the train uh you know i get to my gate and uh, it was a full flight and i checked in really late which it's happened to me before. And typically when I check in late, um, I get a seat in the back of the plane. So, but this time I was sitting in the front, like right behind the cockpit. And I was confused, but I'm like, you know, God must love me. You know, I did his work out here. You know, thank you God for your grace. First one on, first one off, praise <laughs> the Lord. So I get on the plane, I get situated and uh, I got my neck pillow, man. I'm just ready to take a nap. And <laughs> this lady comes up to me, you know, she says, excuse me, I guess it was me and her sitting in the same row. And so she got her seat by the window and she starts talking to me, man, about her faith. She starts talking to me, uh, you know, she was a Muslim woman and she starts 
sharing about, uh, you know, Islam. And I start sharing about Christianity. Very kind lady. It was great dialogue. I always tell people the gospel is an announcement, not an argument. You know, share it, not shove it. Come on, somebody. And so we, <laughs> we, weren't, we weren't arguing or nothing like that. It was a great conversation. And it got to the point where I told the I started talking about eternity to her. You know, that Jesus paid a price, came to offer, to trade his perfection for your imperfection. So that you can be seen as righteous before God, and I and I was I was talking to her about eternity. And I said, you know, my Bible says the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk but of power. And I asked her if she had any pain in her body. Long story short, she said, yeah, she had pain in her feet. So I extended out my hand man, and I said, can I pray with you? And she looked at my hand and she looked at me, and, and she's like, you know, I, I'm not allowed to touch you if you're not a close family relative. And you know, I said that's okay. You know, I don't need to touch your hand for you know, for God to move and. And I, right there, man, I felt the press of Almighty God right there on the plane. She looked me in my eyes. The countenance of her face changed. She genuinely wanted prayer. And she said, this is what she did. She took the scarf that was around her neck. She took it off. She put it over my hand. And she says, you can pray now. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay. So I said, thank you so much. This is what I'm going to do. I'm two prayers. I'm, first, I'm going to pray in your God's name for healing and the second prayer, I'm gonna pray in my God's name for healing. She said, okay, you know, sure. And so I began to pray in her God's name, you know, I'm asking her if she feels anything, nothing. And and then, uh, you know, the second prayer, I prayed in Jesus name and immediately, bro, she, and I'm going somewhere with this. She feels the fire of God, this heat go in her feet and the pain completely shot out. And she's <laughs> wow. like freaking out. Why is my feet feel like it's on fire? You know, <laughs> what is this? Wow. And I told her, I said, this is Jesus. This, and, I, and I, I'm thinking to myself, you know, those watching now, you might believe, you know, in the teachings of Islam. You might, you might follow a different religion. Listen to me. Buddha said he was a teacher of truth. Muhammad said he was a prophet of truth. But Jesus said, I am the truth. Mm -hmm. And he's completely different. He stands out more than anybody. And so I told the lady, I said, why wouldn't you want to give your life? to the one who shed his blood for you, the one that would rather die for you than to live separated from you. That's, that's where I'm mm. going with this when it comes to eternity. We deserve to be separated from God for all eternity. But because of the price that Jesus paid, he reopened access again to the Father because we weren't able to get to him because mm. due to sin. And it broke that connection. It broke that fellowship. But Jesus paid the price. And this is why people need to be driven by eternity. Because there was such a high price paid for our soul. Mm. And we need to say yes, man. We need to surrender. And we need to we need to realize that eternity is what really matters. And we need to yeah. take people with us. Because when we get up there, I mean, basically we've got an invitation to a party <laughs> of a lifetime. Think about it. I mean, for billions and billions of years, we can worship God. We can live in the presence of God. And I think to get practical, I would say it's by not only stepping into this glorious relationship with the Lord, but understanding this, darling Brennan, <clears throat> people are going to miss heaven. They're going to miss eternity by mm. 18 inches. Some are probably thinking, you know, what does that mean? Should we keep going here? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I didn't see Donald. Uh, we're, we're, people are going to miss heaven by 18 inches because yeah. that is the distance between their head and their heart. Yeah. That's it. If they can, to get practical, 
Paul says, confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So if those who, who, who feel like they've you know, gone astray and they used to walk with the Lord or those who have never said yes to Jesus, I want to tell you the Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. When I tasted Jesus, I'm sure Brennan can you know, testify the same thing and Donald can testify the yes. same thing. When we tasted Jesus, the rest of the world lost its flavor. And I think that if you want to really experience true peace, it, it all starts by allowing the Lord to come in, inviting him in, to change you from mm -hmm. the inside out and, and start uh, you know, giving you wisdom on how you can live now um, and how you can be driven now for eternity. Yeah, Don, and I think you said something really profound, Matt, was that whole idea that like you can't afford to not have God in your life in view of eternity, you know, and it, and it reminds me as you were talking about the illustration and you might have heard it uh, before of like from Francis Chan and he uses mm. a rope or paper. But if you think about a rope, if you ho are holding a rope in your hand and it goes one way, all it, it keeps going as far as you can see, like beyond your eyesight. And that represents eternity. It just keeps going. And then a two inch section of that rope has, he uses like red tape. Two inches of that represents your life here on earth. Like, like you said, it's just, it's, it's a vapor. It's, it's quick. Mm. And people talk about it all the time. Like the older you get, the faster time goes on, you know? And I think for probably so many of us and so many people listening today, you know, it's, it's kind of getting our priorities in check. And I think that's a huge deal. I, I think a lot of us maybe are looking at life or, or we've looked at it, you know, maybe in a Western view here in America or wherever you're at of like, okay, this is my lifetime. This is what I'm going to accomplish. But it's like, when we can take on the perspective of God, what do you want to do in my life while I'm here? And the effects that that has in the kingdom of God and how he can use us, which is incredible, as yeah. we've heard in, in, in your life and in your testimony of how God has uh, switched that around. So so I think even like digging a little bit more into that for, for you, like how have you seen that shift from having kind of that temporary, you know, mindset of whether it was, you know, so many people could be prioritizing, you know, money, future, retirement, uh, what's going to affect their family, like in the here and now, but that shift in our heart, like that happens when we truly, like you said, encounter God and say, you know what, my life is for God. I'm going to live for God to represent God mm. and, and walk and live for him in everything I do. So for people like listening today, like what would you say is, is, is helpful to like shift in those priorities? And, and what does that look like? What did that look like for you even like to shift from that priority of the things in life that are temporary to, okay, I need to prioritize God. And you went into it a little bit, but, but dig a little deeper into that for us is like, how do we shift that priority yeah. to God and, and focus on him? Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> first of all, I think that when people realize what really matters, you know, for example, uh, I got a new car last February, and you know when you get a new car, that feeling is like somebody's fingerprints on it, whatever. I'm like, no, no, no don't touch my car. <laughs> the first day I got it, my my buddy was in the back seat, and he's like trying to fit. He's a big guy, you know. He's trying to like stretch the seatbelt over to put it in the you know the little thing, and I'm I'm hearing him, and I'm in the driver's seat, and I'm hearing him struggle for like a minute. And I'm like, are you good back there, bro? And he's like, yeah, man, I'm just trying to get the, uh, you know. And he chipped my my seatbelt, like, the first day I got the car. And I was so, like, upset and just frustrated and disappointed. And, I mean, it, if it wasn't one thing, it was another. And my, 
we stop at like this supercharger and like the the thing goes open and you're not supposed to open it with your fingers and he's pulling it open like the the charging slot and i'm like i just got the car my other friend like you know he's like praying she gets that same car in the future and she throws her body on the car and like starts you know didn't know like her chain <laughs> or something scratched it and then a rock hit my car and i mean it was just like so many different things happening and i got to the point where i'm like you know what i'm not taking this with me into eternity yeah. mm -hmm. this isn't coming with me so this can't yeah. matter this much to me and i had to let it go i had yeah. to just stop worrying about things mm -hmm. that that don't really matter and so i love what you said brennan about prioritizing what really matters and i think it starts first by understanding i'm not taking this with me hmm. up there that's good this isn't eternal this is temporary so let me let me focus on what matters and what really benefits me in my spirit i think people need to yeah. realize what strengthens your spirit weakens your flesh and i mm. i want to tell the viewers this focus more on what builds you up spiritually rather than what's yeah. satisfying your flesh mm. i think the bible calls us to crucify our flesh Let, let's think let's think about it this way i think in luke and in matthew the lord tells us this he says if you want to be my disciple if you want to follow me you got to hate your father you got to hate your mother you got to hate your wife your husband your your children uh you know your brothers your sisters you got if you want or else you're not going to be worthy of me you you need to hate them so i want to break that scripture down real quick jesus isn't really saying actually you know hate this person what he's really what he really means by that is that your love for me must be yeah. so deep so intense so passionate so all-consuming that every other love in your life seems like hate in comparison to your mm. love for me yeah that's true and so what what idols in your life have preeminence over god what mm. is an idol man an idol is anything that you love more fear more serve more trust more than jesus mm. and i think it, to get practical again is lay down the idols the things that you that that have you know first place uh you know over jesus things on the throne yeah. of your heart rather than jesus you know he wants to become the king of your heart he wants to sit on the throne of your heart so i think it's laying down everything that you think is important that isn't in in prioritizing the things that are especially the things that that benefit you and are valuable uh for eternity absolutely well and you, you think about you know even that principle right because a lot of times I'm a big believer, like right, just on the throne of throne of your heart, like what what's what's sitting there, right? What's prioritizing? Yeah. When when God asks you to lay something down to Him, to sacrifice something to Him, it doesn't mean He's going to take it away forever. What, what's that mm. story about Abraham and Isaac? Right? Like, like, you know, it was, it was a test, right? And it was a, a confirmation. And sometimes a lot of times, even in my life where, where, and I've, and I talked about this in a previous episode, Matt, like God had me get rid of my Xbox. I had like, that was, that was too much of a priority for me. And I, I totally took yeah. that out. But then there's also times where God just has a check base with me and I go, okay, no, God, this is yours. And he goes, okay, good. I just needed to realign your hearts realign your mind your spirit to focus on hey i this this 
this calling, right? This, this mm. commissioning of who I've originally created you to be the original blueprint of your life. I want to realign you back to that. Okay. Now you can, you know, continue to, you know, so, so I, I think a lot of it's that and there, there are some situations, right? Where God asks you to lay something down and then he's like, don't pick it back up. There are some mm -hmm. relationships. There are some people in your life where God's like, uh, you can still have them in your life, but it's not going to be at the same capacity. It's not going to be the mm -hmm. same type of yeah. uh, frequency, uh, you know, because uh, this person is drawing you away from me. This person is actually mm -hmm. drawing you away from your purpose and what I've called you to do. And <clears throat> and for people who you know struggle with friendships and relationships, and that's difficult to have, know that. Uh, Jesus is closer than any brother that he is he is with you and what I've seen in my life is that when you are committed to the calling of Jesus in your life and you're part of a local church community that he will surround you with men and women that can uh, be on your side right that actually iron sharpens iron focus you there so I I think you're spot on Matt. I think it's yes it's it's, it's checking that balance of okay what am I putting before God like if I if I take this away, if you no longer are mm. able to watch this show, have this activity, uh, you know whatever that is, are you going to be okay? Know. If the answer is no, other people's stuff. <laughs> I I'm just saying, if the answer is no, then we need to be at a spot where we go, okay, Lord, what does that mean? Right? Yeah. Like for me, there's like social media is one that I love and it's a big part of this podcast and things like that. But at the same time, I'm there's been some seasons where I've taken a break where I've put timers on myself and like, okay, I'm not going to spend more than this many minutes a day, you know, because I know from spending time with Jesus and having that, you know, search my heart, oh God, you know, as, as David would pray that very humble, but very bold prayer that as we begin to ask those questions and the Lord reveals those things and we start to have conviction, you know, God goes, okay, like I want to adjust this thing in your life. And every single time we do that, we begin to walk closer and closer to, to just being at pace, walking with God. And we begin more and more aligned in the blueprint that God has for our life, right? Because like, I, I might not be called to preach to thousands of people like Matt Cruz's, right? Like that might not be part of my calling, but my calling might be to preach to a hundred people in my lifetime, that there'll be a hundred interactions in my life that I am called to be a light for. And that is my blueprint. So, so when God judges me as, as kind of circling back to, you know, really, really where Matt started, when, when God looks at my life, he's not going to look at my life versus Matt Cruz's life or versus Brennan Nemec's life or mm. versus yeah. even Furtick's life. He's going to look at my life as compared to the blueprint, the original design of who he may be to be the things That's that he good. has called me to do. And he's going to say, yeah. okay, Okay, were you faithful and were you obedient to what I called you to do, to who I called you to reach, to who I called you to be? Come on. You know, like, or were you faithful for those things? And that's really the the challenge of it, right? Is, is man, there's some, because I, I went to a ministry school. And I, you know, I'll get off the soapbox for a second. And I loved that, and it greatly <laughs> impacted my life. But so much was put an emphasis, you know, just culturally about like, man, if the dream is is um, is is not bigger than you, then it's not God's. Well, well, yes, that I mean, there's validity to that, but also it's, you know, God might be calling you to be the greatest mother 
the greatest yeah. father Come on. to to be able to be able to be a light at your workplace that you work with some of your coworkers and you know that they're going through some mm-hmm. stuff that you have a family member that might be might be facing something that that you um, God's calling you to to be able to read the word of God with with such understanding because he knows there's going to be a moment where he's going to put somebody across your life that man maybe something that you went through in your life something that wasn't fair something that wasn't your fault all of a sudden you're like you're like why what is going on and god goes hey i'm going to turn what was evil right that god's like hey i don't i don't like it i'm not happy that you went through this but because of my redemption and because of my love and because of my grace what i'm going to do is i'm going to use that as a testimony so that you can now walk people through what you had to walk through right so so just realize that whatever capacity it is it's it's never let the devil play the comparison game on your identity on your calling right but let it further encourage you that man when i see matt speak and do those things and i i'm encouraged because i go hey my blueprint is different than matt's but his fire in pursuit of his relationship with jesus you know does something in me that goes okay i want to push more towards what god has called me to do and and that's something that I really want to encourage everybody today to hear because you go, wow, man, I, I, I can't talk as great as Matt. And he, he has all these things and he knows all these things. And, and, you know, no, it's don't, don't let the enemy take something that is meant to encourage you, that is mm. meant to challenge yeah. you, but really go, okay, Lord, how do I apply it into my life, into the circles that you've put me in? that you have actually, you've actually placed me somewhere and I'm totally taking over. I'm going to go along this podcast, but I want to, it's still good. I want to, I, w- I want to say this thing and then we'll, we'll let Matt Brennan um, kind of end it out. But I remember I was in Dallas, Texas and there was a, a I was at the, um, the Walmart barber, right? I, I was, I was a, a poor college student, right? So I was like the cheapest oh, I could get. <laughs> it's okay. If it doesn't go, doesn't work out well. And they had really great prices. And actually the person who came out here was fabulous, <laughs> fabulous there. Um, but I remember she was talking to me and, um, she, this, this, uh, this older woman, Southern accent, Ed Hardy dress. I'll never forget her. She was like the most stylish person ever. And she (laughs) began to minister to me and speak to me and just encourage me why, why she's cutting my hair. And I'm I'm starting to like tear up. I'm like, what is, what is happening right now? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, thank you. I, you know, near the end of the, the haircut, I'm like, Hey, thank you for sharing. And she goes, no, this is, this is what God has called me. And she goes, honey, honey, you know, cause that Southern accent, she goes, this is my pulpit. And I'll Mm -hmm. never forget that moment where I met someone who wasn't a pastor, right? Who didn't have the church title, but knew her assignment and knew where God had called her and her purpose and fully comprehended it so much so that she was active and totally open for the spirit of God to use her where she was at, that, that, that Barbara chair was her pulpit. And she knew that she was called to speak and to minister and to listen. And that is something that, you know, this will be the last thing I say, and I'll let you guys just finish up the podcast is that recognize that no matter where you are, whether you're in school, working a job, you're at home taking care of your family, uh, the things that are unseen that nobody's aware of, that God has placed a calling, a pulpit there for you to be a witness to who Jesus Christ is and what he's done in your life. Uh, fi- so final good. thoughts, uh, Brendan and Matt. Well, I'd love to, love to hear from you guys as we close today. Go for it, Maddie. 
you know, if I can just uh, add, add to that, that was so well said, Donald. I mean, bro, you just blessed me. I'm over here getting encouraged. <laughs> uh, you know, you were also talking about like comparison, I think, too, in, in our generation and, and, you know, the upcoming generation. There's a lot of uh, people, you know, for example, we can look at TikTok. You know, it's a whole avenue where you can reach people like that's like the, everybody's on TikTok. you know i don't go on there too much i just made a video last night for the first time in months but i i often see young people in competition with each other and yeah. you know oh this person has more influence than me and this person has more and i think down you broke it down so well i mean you the only i'll say this the only competition we should have is who can serve each other better how can I add value to your life? You know, we're not all called to do all the work that needs to be done, but we can all appreciate our callings and appreciate what God is doing in others because we're all connected. We're all on the same team. We're all running this race called faith with perseverance. You know, that's why Hebrews tells us, let us throw off everything in the sin that so easily entangles and ensnares us. And let us keep our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter mm -hmm. of our faith. Let us run with perseverance. You know this race called faith and i think that uh we, we need to know that today but that's all i wanted to add on my brother so that was uh so well said because people people need to hear that today know your assignment know who you are mm -hmm. and what god has called you to do and who he's called you to reach uh you know there's a video uh, a citizen passing on over to brennan there's a video on i've seen some years back on i believe is the judgment seat of christ and it was a powerful video and i don't know if you guys have seen it it's on youtube but um there was like these people, you know, somebody acting like, you know, they're God and it was the throne. And then there were people, there would be people coming up and God would judge them. You know, it's judgment seat of Christ. And he's like, you know, people come up there, God, I did what you called me to do. You know, I was like, I, I was, I went to the nations and I preached and I did so much missionary work. And God's like, I didn't call you to be a missionary. I didn't call yeah. you to go to the nations. I called you to stay home, like Donald mm -hmm. was saying, and mother three kids you were going to raise to go to the nations and they were yeah. going to reach 300,842 souls where are the 300,482 mm -hmm. souls you know that i've called your kids to reach some people are going to say matt god you called me to be an accountant you know for a church i mean I, i've really helped this church no i didn't call you to be an accountant i called you to pastor this flock you know like stuff like that what mm -hmm. has god called us to do you know what is he yeah. placed in us that that is going to bless other people and lead them to the Lord and, and it's going to change their destiny forever and their eternal yeah. destiny. I, I'll, I'll link that video. It's actually a Driven by Eternity video um, that from uh, John Bevere's ministry. So I'll put that in the link in the uh, when we post this on YouTube as well. So I know exactly. I'm pretty sure Donald's uh, behind the influence of that one. I, th I think he shared that with <laughs> us a couple of years ago. <laughs> no, I just, no, no, I'm not behind that. I, I know somebody <laughs> that was in it, but anyways. Um, yeah, any, anything else, uh, Brennan, any final thoughts? Yeah, no, I think up? my final encouragement for everybody in a common thread, I think that is is, is kind of leading into that because I think a byproduct of what Matt just said is like is pressing into God and seeking who he has called you to be, just as Donald has, has said. Like through that, like you're going to experience such freedom. Like when we can shift, like Matt said, that 18 inches from just our mind to our heart and live with a heart for eternity, 
and really make our priorities shift in a way that we're, we're seeking God in a way that we're living for eternal value and what he's called us to do, man, you're going to find such freedom. I mean, if you're struggling in, in your deep in sin, if you're struggling with anxiety, if you're struggling with comparison to the world, if you're struggling with people, if you look at the world and everything you do and everything you experience with the lens of how is this going to affect the kingdom of God in eternity rather than temporarily what it's going to do to affect me and my life, it is going to give you such freedom to walk with the Lord, to be able to say, okay, God, what do you want in this situation? God, what do you want me to do with this decision? You know, and so I, I really believe that someone needs to hear that today is that you're 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 fixated on that right now, whether it's sin or it's an idol or it's just competition or comparison of yourself to other people or your struggles with people. And you just need to see that there is a freedom that comes when we can let ourselves just be like, I'm, I'm going to leave these things. I'm going to set them aside. And God, I want to live for you in the eternal things mm -hmm. that you have called me to do and who you have called me to be. And that simply is pursuing God and being his child. And I believe Man. you're going to find freedom from that because that's what Jesus did. He, he says, die to ourselves daily so we can live freely for him just Amen. as he died us to set us free from our sin and that's exactly it is is how do we be driven in our life by eternity it's, it's giving it over to god and in that i think you're going to find such freedom so yeah i i just encourage people today just walk in that freedom pick it up allow yourself to see what god sees uh in you and what he's trying to draw out of you exactly like matt said so so yeah. good no it's Come spot on. on um no it's, that's awesome yeah i mean kind of even what matt was saying right the uh for, for some of you, you know, that might be a challenging thought. Like, well, I already have a lot mm -hmm. of stuff set up. You know, sometimes it's when you're, when you hit rock bottom, it's like, yeah, of course I'm going to go to Jesus, but maybe you have a lot of things lined up and God's turn and you maybe to change something up. I'm not saying to change your career, but maybe change some where put, you're putting some of your extra time or, or whatever <laughs> that air energy into. And it's never too late to, uh, you know, follow, uh, what God is telling you to do, you know, just be mm -hmm. always be available Absolutely. and open to it. So, but, uh, Hey, we want to, um, you know, we just want to thank you, Matt Cruz, for Bro. joining us on the Temporal you, Eternal man. podcast. We'll have to get you some uh, gear. We're, we should have the the website and, and some of our apparel launched in the next few weeks, but I'll have to send some stuff over to you um, soon for that. Bro. And, and dude, we're just blessed by your friendship and just honored uh, for you to join us today. Bro, it's such a blessing to be with you. I'm encouraged. I'm leaving blessed. So awesome, man. Well, to all of our, our listeners and subscribers, if you're not a subscriber, subscribe, uh, you know, yes. on, uh, we're, we are on Apple podcasts, Spotify, and also on YouTube, uh, make sure it, it helps some of the search rankings, uh, so that other people can be ministered by this, uh, share it with a friend, right? If, if there is something here that was encouraging to you, um, we are also on yes. uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, so you can follow us there. But make sure you um, leave a review as well um, for the for the podcast as well. Uh, you know, give us some comments on, um, on on YouTube. But anything like that, we'd love to hear. And also, just feel free to DM us or, or leave comments if there's a topic that you want us to touch on uh, that we haven't yet. We'd love to. Um, we're really just kind of going week week by week and just kind of seeing where the, the Holy Spirit leads us. So if there's something that you go like, "Hey, I'd love for you guys to touch on this." please do that. But again, just subscribe, uh, follow us on social and leave a review. We'd greatly appreciate it. I hope you guys have a blessed week and we'll see you next week. Come on.